0: This is I refuse to let the news dictate how awful everything Because I know that in the darkness The light of God shines the brightest And given the climate that we live in I'm watching churches literally They're backing off We don't do evangelism I mean, most churches are like Let's just play Let's go watch a movie And let's uh, play some board games And that's church That is not church That's a social club
1: It's a common problem for churches to become comfortable with themselves and lose sight of the mission to bring Jesus to people. Today, Pastor Daniel challenges churches to stop backing down from the parts of the word that really have an impact. We'll be encouraged to be bold for the Lord and find out how to do that. We'll hear Proverbs say that God is a strong tower and people need to know that there is a hope for the world. Now here's Pastor Daniel with part three of his message entitled "Imagination Update." Jesus
0: is real. See, the problem with Christianity today is that Jesus is the only hope for humanity. But the church can be an inch deep sometimes. The people of God can believe in Jesus and not live like it. And I believe that God wants to do a great work of deepening. Isn't that what Jesus said in Matthew 28? In that, the great uh, commission, where he says, go and make disciples of all nations. Not just make decisions for Jesus, but really deepen and become disciples of Jesus. God wants us to be his followers. Now, Let me ask you, are you growing deeper in the things of God? Are you right now living intentionally so that God is deepening your life? See, what I realize very profoundly is that if you just come to Crossroads on a Sunday, right, an hour and a half of your time, maybe an hour 45 if I get real excited. You know what I mean? An hour and 45 minutes of your week will not properly counteract 12 waking hours a day inundated with things that aren't the things of God. Like, let me give you an example. If you go and say, I'm going to work out for 20 minutes five days a week. If you work out for 20 minutes five days a week and you spend the rest of the day living on Twinkies and Ding Dongs and Donuts and Cannolis and Fruit Loops and Fruity Pebbles and whatever else, 20 minutes a day of cardio is not gonna counteract that. You realize that, right? And listen, growing deeper is an intentional decision you make to say, my life is important and I want to grow. I wanna grow deeper. Now, as this relates to the church, to Crossroads, what I realize is this. Crossroads cannot make you grow, as a pastor, I cannot make you grow. No ministry of crossroads will make you grow. In a lot of ways, crossroads is like your personal trainer. If you decide, I got to get in shape, I'm going to the gym, and you get yourself a personal trainer, right? Will that person, just by hiring a personal trainer, will that person make you uh, buff and ripped and totally cool or however you like to talk about that stuff? No, right? At best, They help you along the process, but you make the commitment that I'm not going to eat certain things, and you make the commitment that I am going to show up to work out, and you make the commitment that you're going to do all these different things, and then with the help of the trainer, you might be ripped and ready for the beach and all that stuff, right? In a lot of ways, Crossroads is the same thing. I cannot make anybody grow. You can connect to any ministry here. Doesn't mean that you'll grow, but we do have a responsibility to whatever we do offer that if you connect to it it will really help you get deeper in the things of god men's ministry women's ministry recovery ministry all of our core discipleship ministries i commit to you that we are going to work hard in all those ministries that if you decide that you want to come to men's ministry that it will help you deepen because We have to make sure that everything we do, it actually is working well. And if you decide to take your time and invest it there, it'll be something good for you. And I'm here to tell you, no ministry is perfect. So we're constantly going to be working on things. People all the time say, well, you're constantly working, you're constantly changing things. Until it works, we're going to keep tweaking it. Like, why would you want to go to a ministry that isn't making you grow? that you're not, if you're going to take the time that you're not deepening in it. See, oftentimes people say, well, I don't like that change, but they don't ask, well, why would you make the change? And I don't just make changes because I'm bored. I'm like, what can I mess with today? (laughs) You know, I'm like, hmm, what can I do? I'll just do this today. No, it's like, I want, if you say, I'm going to go to women's ministry, I want when you go there to be like, it may or may not be your thing, but if you commit to it, you'll be like, wow, I'm really growing. God's doing a work in my life. I'm growing in the word. I'm growing in in life in the spirit. If I go to men's, it's really working. And we're going to constantly be working on things. Ain't no one got time to have a ministry that isn't working. Like, who's got time to go to something that's not hitting all the things we're trying to hit? And I'm here to tell you that as a church, we're committed to making sure that we go deeper. If we're going to do something, we're going to do it really well. And I'm we're, and we're making that commitment to you that with all these things, we're going to constantly be working on them so that everything that we do, highly intentional, actually accomplishes what it's supposed to accomplish. So I want to encourage you this fall, make a plan to go deeper with God. Because what the world needs is not more Christians. The world needs deeper Christians so that we can reproduce more Christians. I think it was Spurgeon who said, Christians shouldn't be counted, they should be weighed. We should, there should be a weightiness to who we are, and all of our ministries were committed to that. So we need to be intentional about everything. We need to grow deeper. Third, we need to get smaller so that we can get bigger. We need to get smaller so that we can get bigger. Now, let me take the idea of getting bigger. So... Remember I told you that as we've transitioned over these last bunch of years, it's been hard, right? And it has been hard. But Crossroads is literally almost 40% larger now than it was three years ago. So even in the midst of all this transition, we've grown wide. But here's the thing. I believe we shouldn't be like, okay, we grew by that much. Great. We're wonderful. Listen, my Bible says that God is not willing that what? that any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. What that means is that God's dream for Crossroads, and not just Crossroads, every church throughout the world, is that there ain't no room for everybody in there. Because God's desire is that everybody comes to know him, that he can bless people with abundant life. God's vision for Clark County is that Clark County, everybody walks with the Lord in Clark County. And everybody has their sins forgiven. And everybody is filled with the Holy Spirit. And everybody is being part of God's kingdom. That's what God's design is. And what that means is that God wants every church to get bigger. That's a powerful reality, isn't it? That God literally desires everyone to be a part of his family. But I believe that for Crossroads, because I believe God wants to grow churches, really, God, we need to get smaller so that we can get bigger. By that, what I mean is this. My hope is that everybody at Crossroads finds a tribe, which is a group of people who they're growing with, people who they know. For the people who serve in Crossroads Kids, they're like a little tribe unto themselves. They do life together. They know what's going on in each other's lives. They're walking together. You look at the worship teams. They're all connected together. They know what's going on in each other's lives. They spend time together. See, and Crossroads... As a very large church, the problem with a really large church is it's really easy to come and be anonymous. But you know what happens when you're anonymous and something goes on in your life? Nothing. Because nobody knows what's going on. Which is a problem. Because when struggles come, you need people. And so we want crossroads to get smaller. You want a scripture or God's tweets for it? Listen to Proverbs 27, verses 9 and 10. Ointment and perfume delight the heart. And the sweetness of a man's friend gives delight by hearty counsel. Do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend, nor go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. (laughs) That's powerful, isn't it? Better a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. We want crossroads to get smaller as we get larger. And that comes from everybody connecting. So listen, with men starting up, if you're a guy, join Pastor Cecil and those guys at men's ministry. You ladies, join my wife and all the women's leaders and women's, serve as a greeter and usher. You start hanging out with the friendly greeters and ushers, you're gonna make a lot of friends. Because they're all friendly, that's why they're greeters and ushers. Nobody's a greeter and usher because they're not friendly. It's like, oh, you're the most grumpy person, be a greeter, no way. right? You put people who like people as a greeter and usher, right? If you have addiction history, like, I mean, recovery, we're all in recovery. Can we just be honest about that? doesn't no matter what the, we're recovering from, who's recovering from this and that and a bad childhood and this thing. Some people have drugs and alcohol, but we're all in recovery. Connect to recovery. Connect to all these different things that we're doing. If you're a student You should connect with Pastor Robbie in United Student Ministries. If you're a middle school student, you should be connecting in there with people who are in your age at that place in life. We need to get smaller. Now listen, not everybody connects through men's or women's or recovery or this. And we wanna be able to launch groups that aren't connected to any ministry, but they can just launch. Now, we want everybody in Crossroads to be in a group of people. Now listen, if you've been here at Crossroads before, But one of the things that we are doing in all of our ministries, we're saying when groups get together, we don't want groups to last forever. Because you know what happens when a group lasts forever? A group of people just know 10 other people. But you know what goes on in every group? And I've been in many, many groups, is that a group gets together and it's all awkward in the beginning, right? But then they get together every week in their group. And then by the time a year's over, I can't live without these people because they live life together for a year. But you know what happens if that group doesn't intentionally break up? Then those people just know each other. But if every year we break those groups up, which is what we're gonna do, and I get in trouble for this stuff, but I'm telling you why we do this. Because in a year, those 10 people, the group doesn't have to be the vehicle for the relationship, they already have it. And then you put them in a group with 10 new people, and guess what happens? In the beginning it's awkward, and then after two months what? I can't live without these people. Because you're living life together. And then you know what happens? You go into the family room, you don't just know 10 people because you've been in one group for your whole life, but now you know 20 people because there's all the people who were in the group last time and then you have these 10 new people you're in a group with and all the 10 people you used to know in a the group, they're all me- introducing. Oh, you need to meet this person and this person. And then after another year, we break those groups up and now you have 20 people who you, oh, I just can't live without them. And Then you put them in another group and you know what happens? There's 10 new people who within three months, you're like, I can't live without this person. And then very quickly, a really large church gets really small because now you know 30 different people you've been in a group with and they all know all these other people and they're like oh you need to meet so and so you guys would be super close friends besties all this stuff and before you know it crossroads gets very small very quickly and you know why else this is important you ever go to a church and it's clicky how many think crossroads is clicky raise your hand it's honest question raise your hand go ahead guess some people are raising their hands you know why crossroads is clicky because some people been in a group together for so long they only know each other But if every single year we start new groups, guess what happens? Ain't no clickiness going on. Because every year we're starting new friendships and we're willing to say, we're gonna take a chance. So listen, we need to get smaller so that anybody who comes to Crossroads, they connect to people. Because you know what happens when a church gets smaller? And it happens, I can always tell if someone's in a tribe because instead of hearing, I'm in the hospital, can someone come see me? That's one way to get, and if you're in the hospital, we would love to come see you. But if someone is connected, you know what happens? We get a call, hey, just so you know, so-and-so's in the hospital. We've all been going to see them because we're all serving together. We just wanted you guys to know so you can pray. And that's a big difference, isn't it? See, when you are connected to a tribe of people, they end up walking with you through life. And they're there for you. And when something goes on, instead of calling the office, you end up calling the people in your group and they start to care for you, which is actually the way God designed the church to be. And the church, we end up just finding, hey, you just need to pray for so-and-so, but we got this covered. Like, is there anything we can do? No, no, we got it covered. And we want Crossroads to be that kind of a place. It's not an anonymous place, but a highly relational place. So we need to be smaller so that we can get larger. This reminds me of Acts chapter two, verse 46. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. They gathered together as a big group in the temple, and then they got into small groups house to house. So we have all that going on. Are you intentionally being more relational with people? Are you connecting to people? Listen, God wants you to not only be blessed with relationships, but be a blessing in relationships. Now, don't get me wrong. I realize I say that. Everyone gets a little nervous. But listen, you know when push comes to shove, you want people there, don't you? You're scared of relationships, but you really crave them. You want people who know you, who've walked with you. And I believe God wants crossroads, if we're a family, to be highly relational family. So groups, all this stuff, find a tribe here, where if you serve here, you will find very great. If you step out to start to serve the Lord here, you will meet all sorts of people. And what most people who serve here, they find Crossroads is not, it's very small because there's all these people they get to know. And people are there. So we we have to be intentional about everything. We have to grow deeper. We need to get smaller so that we can get bigger. And finally, and maybe this is the most important one for me, we need to be more bold than ever. We need to be more bold than ever. I look at what's, what's going on in the world today. I look at what's going on in our country today. If there was ever a time for the people of God to raise up and be simply Christian, love God and love their neighbor, it's right now. Our world is, it's busted. It's so mangled. Like, Like, I watch the news, and it just grieves me, the stuff that's going on. Like, it's so bad, but God. See, I refuse. I refuse to let the news dictate how awful everything, because I know that in the darkness, the light of God shines the brightest. And given the climate that we live in, I'm watching churches, literally, they're backing off. We don't do evangelism. I mean, most churches are like, let's just play, let's go watch a movie and let's uh, play some board games and that's church. That is not church, that's a social club. The church is a family that gets on mission to change the world and nobody changes the world playing a board game. They call it a board game for a reason. You do it because you're bored. Now, I'm not, listen, for those of you who dig board games, I'm not, I'm kind of knocking it. It's like the same thing, board meetings. They call it board meetings because they're boring. And I love the board of directors across this, don't get me wrong, but I'd rather do anything else with those guys than sit in a room and talk boring stuff, you know? <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to get in trouble for that one later. But too many churches are like that now. It's like, it's all scary out there. Let's all stay together. No, we come together to get built up so that we can go out. Like, I'm watching friends of mine who pastor great churches. They're all like backing on all the parts where God's word has some teeth. They're backing off on it. They're taking their foot off the gas. I feel like God by the spirit is like, no, Daniel, just lock in my knee. Press harder. And listen, brothers and sisters, listen. Crossroads is never going to be the type of church that's going to back down. Listen, Crossroads is going to turn 40 in about a month. When God called Pastor Bill Ritchie to start Crossroads, it was because God was doing something. And Bill and Betty and their family and a group of people said, no, we're going to step on out and we're going to do something. And God did something. Our infancy as a church, was founded on boldness for the gospel. And as Crossroads matured, the maturity of Crossroads was founded on boldness. And when Pastor Bill invited me to come, he said, Daniel, I believe that God is calling you to build upon what God has done in and through me and do even greater things than I ever imagined, so go do it. And I'm here to tell you, we're gonna be more bold than we've ever been. Because the world needs a church that is not going to back down, that is not going to say, oh, okay, this or that. No, it says, no, this is what the gospel is. And you know I want to tweet for this? Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it, and they are what? Safe. See, because the Lord is safety and security... People can run in and be safe, but if the church is ashamed to say that his name is a strong tower, people will run into other pseudo-saviors, and it will not make them safe. We all, many of us know what that's like, to try and trust in something that's not trustworthy, to trust in something that's not eternal to trust in something and you find out it will not sustain you when the trouble comes. But Jesus is the hope for America and it is the hope for the world. (laughs) Brothers and sisters, listen. When I talk about being more bold than ever, I realize that people get scared. See, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is making the decision that there's something more important than our fear. FDR said that. See, when I look at what's going on in the world today, I sense God saying, you need to be more bold than you've ever been because the stakes are higher and the work needs to be done. And this is why we're doing things like Jesus real radio. But you know what? The goal isn't just to be on Christian radio. The goal is to be on regular people radio. The goal is to hear like the the latest Taylor Swift song and then hear like a 15 second little message. Like with what God is doing here, we're gonna be going on TV at some point, but the goal is not just to be on Christian TV. The goal is to be on regular people TV. Like like, imagine if all of a sudden someone's watching um, insert your favorite nasty TV show that you don't watch.
1: (laughs) You
0: you know what I mean? I I had someone come to me from the church and said, Pastor Dana, have you seen that TV show Dating Naked? I'm like, no. (laughs) Don't watch Dating Naked. I don't even know what it is. It just doesn't sound good. (laughs) But imagine Dating Naked is on And then all of a sudden the commercial breaks and there's an appropriate message from Crossroads. Yeah. What church is he doing that? None. Why? Because they're scared. Maybe they're not scared. But I'm here to tell you, we want to be in that space. Because people watch television. And Dating Naked wouldn't be on if people weren't watching it. I don't know. Don't watch it. You say, I know somebody's like, I don't know, what's dating naked? Fusco told me about it. I wonder to let's, let's Google that. <laughs> but, but literally, like, we want to be in that space. We want to be taking s- s- commercial spots out of MTV and putting in the gospel in there. Finding a way that in that context, here's an appropriate way to get at some of these things. That's what we want to do. Why? Because we need to be more bold than we've ever been. We need to figure out what the thing that's going to change the world for the gospel that we don't know what it is yet. We need to find our iPod of this generation, our smartphone for how we can reach a culture that is sliding into oblivion with the gospel. That's our year of imagination, my friends. Jesus is...
1: to be more bold than ever. Today, Pastor Daniel considered the climate that we live in and how we can affect change in the world through the gospel. A church that won't back down will show people that God is a strong tower, the hope for the world. Every morning, most of us do the same thing. We get up and push the button on the most important appliance in our house, the coffee maker. (laughs) A hot steamy cup of coffee magically appears and we get our day started. This month, we want to be a part of that morning ritual. We always like to say thank you to those that choose to support Jesus Is Real Radio. This month, for anyone who gives a donation of any amount, plus shipping and handling, to Jesus Is Real Radio, well, we'll send you a Jesus Is Real Radio coffee mug. Every morning, you can fill up your Jesus Is Real Radio coffee mug and remember to pray for us. We want to see God do amazing things through Jesus is real radio and you can help check out Jesus and click on the partner option to receive your own Jesus is real radio coffee mug. Place a marker in your Bibles and join us next time as pastor Daniel begins a new book. As we study through the Bible, let's continue learning and growing together in the wisdom of God. As we have in this study through Proverbs entitled God's tweets.